Sound cue ready, and go. Oh, hey! Welcome to E52's podcast, Center Stage with Spinalzo, where we talk about theater-related things and things that go on on stage and backstage. My name is Amanda. I'm Tess. And I'm Avery. And today we have a very special guest, Heidi Fliegelman. Hi, Heidi. Hi. Hi, Heidi. What's up, you guys? As I was saying before we started, this is the honor of my life. The coolest thing I've done over break, absolutely. So happy to I be feel here. Like a celebrity. Yay. We're happy to have you. Yeah. Um, would you mind introducing yourself with your name, major, um, your year, your favorite show, and a fun fact? Sure. So again, my name is Heidi Flegelman. I am a senior. I'm graduating in May. That's in a few months. Wacky. Um, I study English education and theater. And my favorite show, I mean, as far as E52 shows that I've done, it would be You Can't Take It With You. Um, If we are going outside of that, I love the musical If Then. Really gets you in the feels um, in a good way. And my fun fact is that today I totaled the shows that I have either uh, directed, acted in, produced, house managed, done something P-staff wise for throughout my time with E52. Oh, and I also included talent shows and 24 hours productions. And all of that together totaled 19. So what I'm working on right now that makes my 19th E52 production. Oh my God. That's so many. Well, Heidi, you are doing something very fun this winter. Do you mind telling us about that? Yes, I would love to tell you about the fun thing I'm doing, aka the only thing I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like life is kind of boring at the moment. However, um, I am so excited to be co-directing a virtual production of Check, Please, which is by Jonathan Rand. And I'm co-directing along with the wonderful, amazing Christine Marchesano, who is also a senior, and she is the current production coordinator. She sadly could not be here today. Yes, she couldn't. She has a million things going on. She works and she's in classes. And also, she just got accepted to vet school at Cornell. At Cornell. Cornell. And I'm I'm just so excited for her. So she has a lot of exciting things going on. (laughs) I'm so happy for her. Yes. Amazing, amazing. Um, But yeah, we are directing Check, Please. And should I say about it? I mean, we cast it and uh, very recently we had our first read, what was that, two nights ago? I don't know, time's an illusion, but it was sometime this week and it went really well. It is just a short, silly show about um, basically a bunch of first dates that go wrong and it's these uh, two girls we're having it who are going on all these dates and then eventually spoiler because you see it coming they end up together uh so that's kind of what it's about very silly very short and that's what we're working on that sounds i'm so excited because i'm just like having flashbacks to like because i was in sass but i also very much enjoyed um acting as if i was an audience member and watching it (laughs) um so i can't wait to just watch check please i know it's gonna be so good i saw the cast list come out and i my jaw hit the floor have to say 
Yeah, it's a pretty stacked cast. I would say we weren't sure what the turnout would be like because normally, as you know, probably if you're listening to this, we don't do winter session shows because we're not together and like budget and blah, blah, blah. But we're all at home and winter break is longer than normal. So we had all this time and the uh, tools to put this together and I had previously worked on SAST. I was a co-producer. I also wrote and directed a show. And Christine had directed a reading of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So we kind of brought those together. And we're like, yeah, we can make this work. So it opens kind of soon. It's February 5th and 6th at 7.30 p.m. See you there. <laughs> oh, my God. That is soon. I'm looking at the yeah. cast list right now. I have it up on my phone. And it just makes me smile because i'm also seeing a lot of new names which makes me really happy because we love new people on e52 yeah it's good there are some i think we have two or we have a few who are like brand new we have some who have only done sast um and then we have some like true vets like it's a great it's a great mixture i feel and people are getting to know one another which is nice getting to know each other through zoom (laughs) and I don't know, Avery, if you want to speak to it, because, guys, spoiler alert, Avery's in it. Um, Avery's the pirate. <laughs> Avery. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Avery is the pirate. <laughs> and that's just amazing to me. I can't wait to work with that further and see what you do with him, because it's just so funny. Um, I will authorize a purchase of an eye patch. Ooh, I'm just saying that. I will authorize From the treasure it. herself. Please do. Um, but Avery, I mean... From a director's perspective, I felt that the first read was really fun and it was nice to see people like connecting and laughing and being like, oh, but how did it feel for you? I really liked it. Um, Well, not especially because, but my part is at the end. So I got to kind of relax all the way through it and see everybody's kind of dynamic as they went through. And then I got to do my part and try and live up to everybody else but I thought it was really fun to watch because especially because um uh the two girls playing girl and guy who were I think we're naming girl and girl it's girl and girl baby we are all little gay here (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so Abby Badro and Nora I don't know Dowdle um so they were really fun going back and forth um I've seen the show done by a guy and a girl, but I think it's going to be very fun with Abby and Nora, especially. Yeah, I'm very excited for them, but I'm glad I'm glad you had fun, too. And like, I don't know, I just love first reads. I find them so fun and exciting. And I always like because normally we would be sitting in Perkins 310 um, which mm. if you're new and you've never gotten to experience that, that's terrible. But we would have all the they chairs. Will. and Yeah, you will. But we would have all the chairs in the circle. And we would have scripts out. And we all be like, hee hee. And someone maybe would have munchkins. It would be like 2 p.m. on a Sunday because that's just when they happen. <laughs> but, um, and still feels early somehow. Yeah. But, but even so, like, I kind of got that vibe. And, like, I always try to take, like, a mental picture when I'm out of first read because I'm like this is going to change so much and like I don't know I get very excited by first reads as you can tell no I was just going to say it was definitely very fun just to meet everybody because I met some of the cast before but a lot of the cast I had just either seen in SAST or never met them before or never 
worked with them before so it was really exciting from that point of view too how often are you guys rehearsing so we are actually setting that up tomorrow christine and i have a call sometime in the morning and then we'll figure it out but we're hoping to do like one or two a week but of course that's not going to be for everybody um abby and nora will need to be there a lot because (laughs) they're in all the scenes but a lot of people i mean like the parts are relatively small. Otherwise, they're very quick. You make your little appearance. Maybe you pull in Alex the pirate and come back in two or three scenes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, you know, so we'll schedule people out that way. But we're thinking maybe probably Christine and I will be attending two rehearsals a week. But most of the actors will not, if that makes sense. We're trying to be sensitive to those who have work and have school and haven't had every other thing from their life kind of dropped out <laughs> during this time um so we were talking about how we don't usually do a winter show um and especially now we this is our second virtual show um and you were the producer of sast i was the co-producer right? with the amazing caroline Berger. shout out caroline <laughs> um yeah so what did i guess my question is what did you kind of learn from sassed and what are you going to kind of bring with you into this check please production yeah so i guess as far as things i learned um in general about a virtual production is how much more more or different like admin work goes into it the amount the amount of like google forms and google docs and things i would do for a normal show It's already a lot. If you've ever been in a team drive with me, like, you know, (laughs) there's just a lot of docs going on. And somehow there were even more because it's like, if you're having a meeting, either, you know, there's some distance because it's through a screen. I don't know why I'm gesturing like people can see it. Um, (laughs) I do too. I do it so much. I'm like, I can't see you, Amanda. Yeah. Or it's like, if people can't make it or like, it just doesn't make sense to schedule a lot of meetings and things. So you have to get the word out to people, whatever the word is. You have to get out the rules for, like, joining a call. Or you have to, like, get out the instructions for getting your virtual background set. And it's, like, the amount of time I spent writing really, really long emails, which you all received, so you know how long they were. Like, I was just (laughs) not anticipating that. Um, So I kind of, I guess... A short way of saying that is like you got to be really organized if you want to do a virtual show. There's just no way around it. Um, and then, as far as like a more artistic standpoint, I guess all the different things you can do. SAS, we experimented across the six shows with virtual backgrounds, as we said. Um, some things like passing props from one scene to another, you can place things so it looks like they're being shared, which is really cool. We're going to try to use that again. Choreography. Yeah, well, like maybe that's dorky to be excited about. But, like, if you have that moment of, like, passing a book across and someone else picks it up, it's like, like, they just made a connection. I don't know. I think it's, like, so cool. Um, Oh, my gosh. What else? We dealt a little bit with music. Sometimes music. Avery, you you know it. Sometimes it's a little tricky. But... And then, I guess... The overall importance of um, going with the flow because stuff is going to go wrong regardless. Um, 
also always have a backup because if an actor gets sick or has to do something and someone like suddenly you know things happen that like this world is weird so (laughs) have a backup recording if you need it for your actual show those are my learnings i guess (laughs) i learned during a virtual show that you don't have to be off book (laughs) no you don't have to no you don't have to be off book a lot of people just pull it up in the side and do like a split screen type of thing i would do that during the show i directed just to kind of make sure that they were on track somehow would still lose my place every time <laughs> like without fail but um yeah definitely you could have your script up so that's kind of nice in that way i was always jealous of people um that they would have like a clipboard prop or like a book prop on stage because you could literally like just have your script down there and i remember i did that once for one night of 1984 and I forgot. I just genuinely forgot it was there. I didn't look at it even once. Um, but what? I went out of my I went out of my way to like write down my lines for 1984 because I was sitting at the desk in that uh, first scene, and I forgot it was there. And that was the night that I almost forgot my line too. It was um, <laughs> you know, like okay, I don't know if this ever happens to you guys. Like you know, when you're sitting on stage and you're like, I have a line coming up. What is it? What's the line that I'm gonna have to say? Yeah. I know when yeah. it is. Don't know what it is. And like you're sitting there, and I remember um, Naywin was on my left, and then Nico was on my right. Squad. Um, it was when <laughs> Abby Badger was coming in with the coffee. Yes. Um, and I remember I had, I was holding the mug, and I was like, Amanda, you have a line coming up in three seconds. And I, I couldn't think of it, and I was literally breaking out in a sweat, even though there's only, like, nine people in the audience. It was very important to me. I was, like, breaking out in a sweat, and I was like, oh, my God, what's the line? What's the line? And then, like, my brain just, like, I just, my mouth said it without me even thinking. And then, like, the moment passed, and I was like, whew. <laughs> <laughs> Tess, you looked like you were laughing really hard. Do you have a story related to that? <laughs> I I was just remembering the Italian <laughs> and how I it was a lot of um, <laughs> happening. And just trying I to, couldn't remember my yeah. English lines. Ted had, Tess had to learn Italian ones. <laughs> Imagine you're like, oh no, what's the not native language that I have to speak in three seconds? <laughs> And it was so good. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but to, to bring it around though really quick, if I may, to virtual theater, which is what we're talking about, um, maybe, <laughs> is that even like in those really hard moments of like teaching virtual theater to five-year-olds and you're like, what? Like, you can still... You can still produce things that, like, have an impact in a way, which just gives me all the more um, encouragement to continue it, like, with E52 and then, like, beyond and stuff. Because one of the things I did with them was I would, like, pick a nursery rhyme and then, like, feed them their lines. And then they would say them and, like, they would have to act out whatever I was reading. And they're, they're smiles after it were just like I sound like an old woman their smiles after it were just like smiles afterwards and it was just like the coolest thing ever um so I was like wow if even like five-year-olds who can't read can do virtual theater together and like interact with one another and I was like then we can do whatever we want because if that's possible then like 
E52 could for sure pull off whatever show we want to pull off. Oh my god. There's your encouragement for today. <laughs> Five-year-olds can do virtual theater. You can do virtual theater. I didn't do virtual theater, but I was a counselor for um it's called creative arts camp but like they can choose to do like visual art or singing and I was a drama counselor and so there were like a group of 20 kids and they got split up into four like mini shows and one of the mini shows was a scene from Susical and so I I worked primarily with like that little group of like four or five kids and I think the best thing I ever did with them was one of the girl who was playing the narrator. She could like read the lines, but she didn't memorize them or anything. She didn't have to, but it was showing her like the clip of it. And I'm like, look, professionals do this. And she was like, Oh, and then all of a sudden she was like very expressive with her narration. And it was like the best thing ever. So I definitely agree with that. I love that so much. There's something about like, when you see kids perform and then when you see them realize what what they did or like people in general honestly people in general after a show it's the same what amanda was saying before about like the post-show high when you're like woo like i don't know there's something about it and even though the world's different the fact that we can all still do it is cool however i can't wait until we can do like (laughs) i Real theater. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say real, but like in-person stuff together because I think, I don't know if it was Tess and another thing was talking about like how you just like feel with each other. I'm excited for that again. So. Honestly, you know what? I'm always excited going into the E52 office, but like, I like never oh, thought it would be okay. something that I would miss. And now. All I want to do want the most, is so. round the corner of the Perkins basement, Dunkin' coffee in hand. Peekin'. The bingo light is on. Oh my god. The big lighted up bingo lighted up big lit bingo <laughs> board that we have. Like we have Christmas lights hanging in the office, like and we turn the lights off and then we just have the Christmas lights on inside. And like just to see like you know, like people like Jen Lorius and like Olivia Whitaker and like Andrew Boktovich, like all of those kind of people like in the office with the bingo lights they're on. They're playing just, like, glee. <laughs> they're playing glee. They're doing some <laughs> side of a sort of a like alignment chart on the whiteboard. Assign it to like casting, like you know, Marvel characters, but then also shopping on expensivecostumes.com. Expensivecostumes.com. <laughs> I really believe that they should, they should have sponsored E52. They only shopped on expensivecostumes.com. That's what you said. Yet, who won the big spender, Louie? It was me, okay? <laughs> Listen, I did not vote for you. <laughs> I felt as the treasurer, I should have been the only vote in in that category. (laughs) Who spent the most money this year? Let me pull out the ledger. I'll tell you exactly who spent the most money. So funny. Okay, so just a little bit of housekeeping before we wrap up the show. Um, We wanted to remind you about our voicemail link. Um, We put the voicemail link in the show notes every week, um, but I'll read it for you here now. It's um, anchor.fm slash e52 center stage slash message. And you can leave us a minute long voicemail there and we can play it on the episode it can be an episode suggestion it can just um 
let us know how we're doing, something you want to see. And if you want to be just like Heidi and be a guest host on the show, please feel free to fill out the form that we have in our show notes. We would love to hear and talk to you guys. We love knowing like every angle at E52, every experience, because we all don't have the same experience when it comes to all the shows that we've done and everything, even in our past before we got to E52. So it'd be great to hear from you guys and some of the things you have to talk about. And if you would like to come see Check Please, which I hope you would, we are going to have two live Zoom performances on Friday, February 5th and Saturday, February 6th at 7.30 p.m. It's going to be a really short show, probably about an hour-ish with our little intermission between Acts 1 and 2, but very quick, very silly, very fun. And if you would like to get the sign-up link, just stay tuned to our social media. So that's E52 Student Theater on Instagram and and Facebook as well. It's E52 Student Theater on both. You can also check our website, e52theater.com. No student there, just E52 Theater. And there will be a form similar to what you witnessed for Sassed and Sleepy Hollow, where you will just put in your name your email and say that you agree to the rules of being a polite online audience member and then we will send you a link uh, before showtime both days yeah just stay tuned and it's free final light cue ready and go and with that being said i'm amanda i'm tess i'm avery and i'm heidi And until next time, let us hear you say the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. I too. (laughs) I was was in the Wizard of Oz twice in my younger years, but um, the, the first... Okay, guys, I guess I got, like, worse. Because the first time... I was one of the Dorothy's because Dorothy was multicast. So I was like eight. And I was the Dorothy who killed the witch. So I was like, I think I'm the best one. Wait, did you switch Dorothy's out like during the production? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Well, like, uh, listen, this wasn't a theater camp. This is a camp that happened to do one show a summer. Like, not a theater camp. Like a Girl Scout camp that decided to do like a play? No, like a like a s- primarily sports camp that I probably didn't belong at. Heidi at sports camp is not <laughs> something that I ever thought I would have <laughs> a picture in my head. It was like sports, arts and crafts, and then like 